Okay, Beis Hashem, as part of our Shaivavin uh, series in a slightly different setting, I'd like to discuss a that I don't think I've discussed in previous years, and that is the Indian of listening to women sing. Kol Isha Erva, Kol Isha, as it's uh, famously known as. And it's obviously a question many people have. Maybe a different time we'll discuss the Indian of Goyesha music. Not that it's Nagaya, but it's always good to talk about it. Uh, different things, how, how bad can it be? The first thing we have to discuss, obviously, is the Indian of music itself. You have to understand, music is one of the most powerful tools that we have. Music is the most incredibly powerful tool. They, they say that music goes into the depths of your neshama, which is why it's so powerful, which is why we know that many tzaddikim, many rebbers, would ask people to sing for them, people to play instruments for them. Some of the rebbers themselves famously uh, composed many beautiful tunes, some of which we even sing today. Music is a very, very powerful tool, which means as powerful as something is, the more damage it can do. Okay, that's generally how it works. Okay, now I want to talk about specifically not music, but the Indian of listening to women sing. Seems to me that people think it's only a humra, it's not really Nagaya, if I don't know what she looks like, all sorts of things. And I think it's important just at least once to go through some of the Marmakoimas. Let's, let's see where it comes from. Let, let's see where it, all, where it all sprouted from and where it actually stands in Halacha. So we start with a Kliyaka. The Kliyaka brings in Parshas Kedoshim on the Pasuk Kedoshim Tihiyu. Be holy. And the Kliyaka writes that the Indian of Kedusha, which is obviously why we're discussing this in Shovevim. Shovevim is a time that we work on Nyone Kedusha and on Sunday nights we work on the Indian of Arias and Histaklus, Venoshim, but this is very similar to different type of idea that has a sim, similar siba. So the Kliyaka writes again on the puzzle of Kedoshim to you that the Indian of Kedusha by Kalali Song is specifically here before Matan Torah. Before Matan Torah, the Atom Tiuli Mamleches Kohanim Vegoi Kodesh. Before Matan Torah, because before we got the Aseris Adibrois, before we got everything, because the first step that a person has to have is Kedusha. And that's why it's important for a person to realize a person wants to rekaim the Torah, a person wants to keep the mitzvahs, a person wants to do so much. The very first step is to be Kaddish, is to be holy. Right? And Kedushim Tiyu, the Ramban famously writes as well, is don't be a manuval, Berushos HaTorah. In other words, there are certain things that are mutter, but don't do them. So in other words, even if maybe, possibly, there may be heterim to what we're saying, that doesn't mean... What's the translation? Of? Manuval means don't be disgusting. Right? In other words, don't come and say, oh, it's mutter, and do something which is disgusting, right? There are certain things, and especially in Yoni Kedusha, we can find a head for this, we can find a for this, we can have a rabbi that says that, that doesn't mean necessarily that you should do it, okay? So that's the first thing I want to discuss. Now, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is that what the Gemara says, In other words, wherever, come, come to the Whenever there's a gedder of Kedusha, whenever there is a, a gedder, is a fence of Kedusha, there you will find, I'm sorry, of Erva, whenever there's a gedder of Erva, there you will find Kedusha. It means that when a person builds a wall, a person builds a gedder, and he says, Adkan, this is the line in the sand, I don't go past that. That brings Kedusha. And that's what a person has to learn when it comes to Inyone Kedusha to build Gedorim, to build walls. And therefore, that's what we're discussing today is a very big chilek of a wall that a person should be building. In fact, the, um, the Ritva at the end of Mesachtas Kedushin says 
that every person, when it comes to Inyoni Arayas, should make his own Gedarim. Why? Because each person knows his strengths and his weaknesses. And therefore, for some people, it won't be such a big deal. For other people, it will be very detrimental, it will be very, very bad, it will be very, very influential. And that's why every person has to pick his own Gedarim. But again, Wherever you find a Gedar for an Erva, that's where you're going to find Kedusha. So if a person wants to bring himself to Kedusha, which is one of the highest levels of the Mesillus of Sharim, and that is to build Gedarim. Now, um, let's see the Makar. Where, where do we find that there's a problem to listen to women sing? Again, we're not discussing Goyesha music. We're not discussing disgusting music with bad Lashonas and all things like that. That's, that's, that's a different sugya. Maybe we could discuss that at a different time, but I don't even know we have to discuss that because there's a Rambam in Perisha Mishnayist on Pirkeyavus end of the first parak, the Rambam says the whole Indian of Goyesha music and he talks about taking, um, you know, taking Goyesha tunes and turning them into Jewish songs by changing the words. The Rambam doesn't like it because it came from a, came from a bad source. It came from a Tomei, an impure place. So we're not going so much into that because I don't even have to mention that. I don't think we have to talk about Goyesha music because it went to us like this posture. The words that are coming out over there, the things that they, these people are discussing, the things that these people are doing, right, that are writing the music, that are singing the music is, is, is something that obviously Ayid has no shaykhs to and we should not associate ourselves with the question often comes in with women singing because often what women could be singing is not necessarily going to be disgusting it's not necessarily going to be the worst words in the world sometimes obviously it is it's obviously a different shayla but the etzim zach of having a woman sing where does it come from? so there's a posuk in Shirashiri Perik base posuk yudalit where the posuk says like this the posuk says hashmi'ini eskoleich I heard your voice. Ki koleich orev. It's very sweet. It's very thick. It's very sweet. Umarech nava. Right? Chazal in the Gemara in Brochos Chavdalet learn from this Pasuk in Shirashim that I just quoted. Ki koleich orev. Omar Shmuel kol beisha erva. So it's learned from a Pasuk in Shirashim, which again the Gemara in Brochos Chavdalet discusses. The Torah Tamima explains again that it's a call, it's enoi motsoi. It's not normally found, and therefore it's ma'ore the lave. Right? It gets the heart pumping, it gets the heart thinking. Now the question obviously is, and we're going to discuss a little bit of the Marmachimus, is it a Doraisa or is it a Durabon? What is it? It's not a Pasuk in the Torah, right? It's a Pasuk which Chazal Dasha from Shira Shirim. What din does that have? A Doraisa or Durabonon? So most Rishonim hold that the Issa of listening to a woman sing is an Issa Durabonon, which is Pashtus, the Pshat and the Rambam. The Rambam in Isure Bia, Perech of Aleph, Pasuk Aleph holds that it's in Isidura Bonon. The Torah passes this way in Arachim Simon Chafal, in Evan Ezra Simon Chaf Aleph, and the Shulchan Aruch over there also, the Nishmas Odom, the Kladalitiv Aleph, the Kafachim as well, in Arachim Simon Ayin Hay, and others as well. However, there are those, the Stechemet, for example, brings in Marechas Kuf a big machloikas, and he brings many, many that hold it's an Issa de Oraisa. It's Mamish and Issa de Oraisa. Now, even if you hold it's not a Oraisa, so it's only a Durabonon. Now, first of all, what I just said was very, very wrong. It's only a Durabonon, a person should never say, right? I've told you many, many times, I'm going to say it again. My Rosh Hashiva of Shai always used to quote the Yorcha Shulchan, and if it says, oh, it's only a Durabonon, don't misdive him to a minion. Right? A drabonon is as chomer as a derais, or sometimes even more chomer, especially when the Torah told us to listen to the drabonon. But over here, when we're dealing with our rias, 
the Gemara Brachos, Yud Beis Achrei Enechem Zuhir Avera. We're dealing with Yuhur Avera that a person can have through listening to a woman sing, and therefore we're dealing with Yonah Arayas, and in the moment we're dealing with Yonah Arayas, it's very, very homo, even if you hold it is a Durabonan. Now, let's just clarify a moment. Do we mean listening to a woman speak or sing? Because if you know, the Gemara that I quoted to you in Brachos Chavdalad does not say singing. What does it say? Kol. Kol means what? The voice. So what? Listening to a voice of a woman is in Arabic? That's the literal translation, by the way, of the Gemara. If you would outscroll the Gemara, I'm assuming, unless the Gemara goes with what, how, we, how we learn, but if you go with Poshup Shah of Kol Be'isha Erva, that means the voice of a woman is in Arabic. That means you can't hear it. So you can't listen. And there are many, there are many tzaddikim even nowadays. The stipler, for example, was one of them. Uh, Sumai Zilberg, for example. There are others as well that I know personally as well. Do not listen to, don't, don't listen, won't even, you know, go listen to women have a shayla. If a woman has a shayla, you can't go to this certain rov because you won't listen to a woman. Right? Because again, they take this to the extreme only because maybe, because again, it's in Yonahir Hurim and the person knows themselves and therefore they've got to be extra, extra careful. Now there's a steer in the Gemara. There's a steer in the Gemara Bob Metziah and Kedushin the Gabi, this Indian. Okay? The Gemara says like this. There's a machlek as if Shalom be, Shoyal Bisholom is Mutter. Are you allowed to say hello? Are you allowed to ask hello from woman? The Gemara in, in Kedushin Daf Ayinom Aladav says like this. Oma Shmuel, Ein Shoyalim Bisholom Beisha Klal. You can't say hello to a woman. You can't say hello to a woman. She's not, she's not your wife. She's not your sister. She's not your, not your mother. There's no reason. And the Gemara brings the Raya of Kol Beisha Erva. Right? Even through the husband, you can't. So you see from there that the actual speaking, the speech from a woman, huh? Your wife? No. Even through the husband, you can't say hello. Meaning, Derek, the husband. Say hi to your wife for me. That's what the Gemara in Kedushin. What's that? No, you can ask if she's okay. That's what the Shokhanag says. But saying hello, hi, is more of an endearment, and that's what the Gemara says. Right. Well, that's more of an endearment as opposed to is she like her, she wasn't feeling well, is she feeling okay now? That's just a you know, Derek Heretz. Then there's a Gemara in Bob Metzir, Pei Zayin Aleph, where the Gemara says that which Shmuel said ain't shown in Be'isha Klal, that's only by the Odom Zar. Stammer, a woman that you don't know. Stammer, you're going to a woman in the street saying hello, Mechadeza. Oh, but through the husband? About it's Mota. What's going on? Stira? The Gemara says in one place is Mota, the other place is Asa. What's going on? Comes along the Marshal, Chedusha Goddess, and Bombatia Bezayan, and the Marshal says, If it's for the Tsoyach, you're allowed to speak to a woman. Chazal never said Dibu Beisha, they said Koil Beisha. That means when you get Hano from the voice. Stam the Dibu of a woman, I was never also. There's no Issa hearing the woman speaking. Oh, but Koil, says the Marshal, Koil means something you get Hano from, as in Shir Hashim. It was a pleasant voice, and therefore that is problematic. So says the Marshal, that's the difference between the two Gemaras. One was talking about Koil, one was talking about Dibur. One was Asa to the husband, one is Mutu to the husband. One second, says the Rashba in Brochus Chavdalad, he brings a Ravid to explain that Koil Beisha is only when it's Kiruv Das, when you have a Sashaychus over there, right? And we, see, we saw a similar thing we quoted a moment ago from the Torah to Mima. That the Torah to Mima says that the Kol Isha is only Pshat, you don't normally hear it. Something that can get a person excited, that's obviously what we're dealing with over here. Now, what's with listening to a woman speak? A woman news reporter. A woman news reporter. I'll say even more than that. What about a woman gives a shit? Are you allowed to listen to it? You want to hear a shit? A woman gave a shit. You heard it was an incredible shit. Really got a lot of chizuk. Are you allowed to listen to a woman giving a shit? So, you have to know where it comes from. Let's start. The Beis Yosef and Orchaim Ayin Hei. Now, Ayin Hei talks a lot about the Inyanim of Erva. Talks about covering of the hair. Women sneers halachas with knees and, and, 
elbows and all these things. Arachayim Simon Einhe talks all about this. So the Beis of an Einhe brings a Rabbeinu Yoyna that he says Kol Beisha Erva Hani Mili. That's if it's a nice melody, it's like a nice song they're singing or a song and they sing a whole thing. But speaking, Beis Yosef brings Rabbeinu Yoyna says absolutely muta. The Ramah again Arachayim Einhe Siv Gimel says that a normal voice of a woman is absolutely muta, and as I pass in the Aruch Hashulchan, which means listening to a news reporter theoretically would be okay. Says Rav Moshe, it's a true Yeridea, Chelik Dalad, Simon Tezvov, in Igris Moshe. He says, of course, normal speaking of woman is no problem whatsoever. But the problem is, well, and, and he brings a right, by the way, the Benois Slavchad came to Moshe Rabbeinu complaining, right? Loma Nigora, Pesach Sheni, we were by Pesach Mishnah, we need another Pesach, whatever. And they got it. They came to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu obviously heard them over there. So you see from there, says Rav Moshe, that there's no problem of regular normal speaking. What about Hano? So the Mishabur says, clearly, you can't have Hano. That means to say the Chavetz Chaim is telling us, if you happen to get Hano from a news reporter, a woman news reporter giving the news, and you really enjoy her voice and the way she speaks, don't do it. Then you have a problem. If you're just listening to what she's saying, that's not, that's not a problem. But if you actually get Hano, absolutely that's a problem. And the Ben brings Machmirim, even Bedibu Ba'alma. Right, there are machmirim, as I mentioned, many tzaddikim will not listen even to the regular speech, which is why Lahiris Nasan, Chedek Aleph Simon Samak, brings from all over different, different Gemaras that people heard Nashim, and it means, and they had taivas and everything, it means Kavana. They had Kavana to have Hanor, but regular speaking is not going to be a problem in this case. Agav, there's, as far as I remember, Chuvan Shevet Halevi from Ravazna, where he talks about listening to a shir of a woman and he doesn't like it. And the reason he says that is because when a woman gives a shir, they're not just plain speaking. They're going to, you know, the, the voice goes up, it goes down, a little bit of a tune sometimes, it's a little bit worse, and therefore that's why listening to a shir, it's not so partial, I'm not saying it's also, it depends on who it is, but um, there could be more of a mockim in that case. Now, singing, Shulchan very clearly, Evan Ezer, Chav Aleph, Aleph, Sorech HaOdom Nisrachim Anoshim, Mo'oid, Mo'oid. We very, very rarely find such a Lashon Shulchan that a person should be extra careful to Mo'oid, Mo'oid, separate one, and one of them is women, and then the Shulchan continues, You're not allowed to hear the call. Again, the call, as we understand it from the Gemara, means not the voice speaking, but the nice, you know, the Hanar, the singing, whatever single Now, the question like this, is listening to a woman sing Be'etzim and Erva, or is it the Pshat, we're worried about Hirurim, we're worried about a hero that a person may think what she looks like, think about other women, and all other things like that. My nafkamina. My nafkamina. What's the difference if it's a be'etzim or it can bring you to something? So nafkamina, what it is. If we say be'etzim it's mutter to hear kol isha, and if, what happens if you don't know who the woman is? I never saw her. I don't know what she looks like. And therefore it's not relieved to hear If the only problem is hero, if I don't know what she looks like, maybe there's no problem whatsoever. Another example. What if it's on a tape or on a CD, on an MP3, on the radio? It's not really her voice. It's a, you know, a remake of her voice by sound waves. It's not bad, so it's not in front of me, it's in front of me, I hear. But it's on a CD, it's on an MP3. That will be the nafkamina. If you hold ba'etzim, it's erva, so then, it's gonna, then it might be okay, because it's not erva. But if you hold it as hero, some of the nafkamina, it's on the CD, which is in front of you, the hero is hero, because you know what she looks like, and you might get her about her or other people for that matter. So it comes out nice, and it's a major machlekes um, from some of the gedolia achroinim about it. The chidah, for example, hold be'etzim it's an erva. Other hold it's not really an erva. Rabbi Chanano seems to go this way, where that goes maimini, and uh, the prima goddam seems to pass in this way, like the levush, which is it's als hihurim, which would mean to say that even if it's on a tape, it's going to be problematic. So there is a famous tshuva from Rav Avadia. 
In Yabiya Oima, Chelik Alev Simen Vav, I don't know if you've ever looked and opened up a Yabiya Oima. Mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Just, you, just to get an appreciation of who Rav Avadia was, you open up Yabiya Oima, and you see Marma Koimis, Marma Koimis, Marma Koimis. It's unbelievable. The, the man was Kol Kula, right? And he writes a tshuva over there that he wants to say that even though there are Mekilim who say... Um, even though there are McKinnon that say what, if you don't know what she looks like, it's okay, he passes that it's also. So if that's the case, so it's not necessarily if I know what she looks like, we don't. Now again, there are those who are making. If a person is stuck in a restaurant and they're playing a woman singing and he doesn't know who she is, there's more of a mocking to be makel, right? But a person has to be careful. By the way, even family members could be similar, right? Obviously, the Shamazama says it goes from the age of three already is considered to be the Mishabur says even a single girl is going to be Asa, right? Even though at some you could marry or whatever. Others say from nine, others say from six, right? So Ramosha says, Bishasat cut, you could be making until eleven, it's very again. I've had childless from people that were going back to a chasna of their, you know, brother-in-law, sister, whatever it may be, and you know, one of their nieces is going to be singing at the wedding, right? Now, it's a very common child I've heard many times from different people. So, you know, what's the halacha? You know, do I have to go at the wedding? In the middle of the wedding, the girl, the little girl, gets up. She's eleven years old, twelve years old. She's seven years old. She's within the ram of, you know, she's within the time frame of what many postcom holders are. And she gets up and sings a nice, you know, nice graman, a nice poem, whatever about the chasna, the kala, whatever it may be. So again, the motion says first you could be Bishas can't be make until eleven. Uh, maybe you could try to think about something else. If you can go out, then obviously it's better to go out if no one's gonna notice, you can make machlikas, you have to know all of these things that comes to Shalom Bayas and Machlikas, it's a whole different situation. But a person has to realise all these things and again. You go to a taxi, by the way, right? I checked out with the New York taxi commissioner that in New York you have the right to ask for a music free ride. That means if the taxi driver is putting on music and it's not the right music for you, for a Bentoya to be in, so then you can say to him, and you have every right, up will law, to ask him for a music-free ride. I know other him that would dafka not ask the taxi to switch off the music. Why? He said to me like this. He said, listen, this is his business. This is what he does. For him, he needs music in order to drive, in order to continue. If that's what he needs, leave him alone. Others would say, no way. There was one of the Rebbers that was in the taxi one time. And they paid up some music over there that wasn't 100% kosher. As soon as he got the taxi, he went straight to the mikvah. Again, it affects the soul. We don't realize it. We don't, we don't see it sometimes. But the music penetrates into the depths of our soul. And it's very, very important. A person has to realize that. Because at the end of the day, it can have an effect on a person. A person cannot learn Torah if there's cult issue going on. Right? A person is learning Torah in his house or wherever it may be, and there's cult issue going on, you're not allowed. Even non-Jewish women, by the way. People think only by Jewish women singing. No. Even a guy. About even a guy. It doesn't make a difference of her age. Even a guy singing is going to be also very past the prima godim. Right? There's even a shayla by sisters. I'd have to listen to your sisters sing. Right? There's a shayla. There's a shayla even at the Hagia sister. Not going into that maybe at this moment of time. Maybe we'll discuss that at a different time. I don't mind going into that. But right now, when it comes to sisters, there's a machoikis. Okay, there's a machoikis to be made, of course. But, you know, whatever. Um... Some boys come on machman that, that even if you hear your mother sing, when you sing Krishna, you're middle learning, your mother singing in the kitchen. Some boys come saying, in middle of Krishna, Krishna is, Mama said, the rest you shouldn't be doing Krishna or learning Torah when your mother is singing, even though it's your mother. Or Krishna, a lot of boys come on making in that case. Right? So, what do you Many of these things. Spirits, you know when it's in the game? By the Haggadah. By Pesach, when you're singing the Haggadah, and can I know the Gansam Mishpacha, Sezaman, and everyone's singing together. What's the dinner in that case? You've got your wife there, you've got your daughters there, you've got other people, obviously, you've got other people there, it's not a gayer. 
You've got, your, you've got other people, your sisters, all sorts of things over there. So some people say, if you sing loud to them, you can't hear them. It's mocking to be mekel. Some people say, it's, mo- it's mutter in Gansan anyway. And some people again, different shailas. I don't want to go into all the psak of every single one because it will depend on the dynamics of the family because depending on who you are and where it comes from. By the way, there's no issue of hearing a woman play an instrument. Right, even though she plays an instrument, it's very geschmack, it's very nice. It's no issa. Now, if you happen to know that that's something that gets you going, say nachanam, you've got to watch out from that. But the idea basically is to make sure that um, that you don't hear the voice, you don't hear what it is. It's very, very important for a person to realize. You know, the Rambam, the Rambam writes in the Hakdom of the Rambam. He writes that he split. He was the first one to do this. The Rambam did something incredible. He was the first one to split up the Torah into sections. Right? Every section is a different name. Right? You look at the Rambam on the shelf in the base Medrash, you'll see all different names of, of the Rambam. The Rambam split up his Mishnah Torah into sections of subjects. There was no one that did that before the Rambam came along. It was an unbelievable thing that he did. And he explains in the Haggadomah why he did it. He says, why is each one called that name and certain halachas in it? When it gets to Sefer Kedusha, Sefer Kedusha has in Yone Arayas, Macholos what you can and cannot eat, in the same volume. And the Rambam explains, because these two halachas are what separate us from the Goyim. The Nyonim of Arayis and the Nyonim of Machalos Asura is what you cannot, cannot eat, says the Rambam is what separates us from Goyim, which is an incredible thing. It means the Rambam understood there's no other halacha apart from the Nyonim Arayis, what we're discussing now, and what you're eating, kosher food, everything else that comes together with that, that's going to separate you from a Goyim. And I think that's a very, very important thing. You know, when they say when Mashiach comes, he's going to pick out those yidden out there that associate themselves with Yidin. The ones that don't associate themselves with Yidin, they're not really Yidin. I'm talking about the ones that are, they're happy to be Jewish, they're proud to be Jewish, the people that act like Yidin and all these things. So at the end of the day, the Rambam was telling us, what separates us from a Goy? Says the Rambam, and he wrote this in that Domo, what separates us from a Goy? is in Yonah Reyes. So when a person listens to these things, apart from the fact that it's saving you from other Yisurim, Yisurim that we didn't even think about because a lot of people think, oh, what's the big deal? It doesn't affect me. It does affect you. Even if you think it doesn't, it does affect you. It goes into your neshama. It goes into the depths of your, of your soul. But more than that, so the Rambam, it separates us from being a goy. It separates, it makes us to who we are, which is a very, very important thing. And I think we should try to have that in mind next time we're tempted or have an opportunity which song to play. Perhaps we should think about it for a moment. Maybe don't play it right now, especially as most of us probably know what she looks like when you play this song. I think that's a fair statement in the generation that we're living with, the phones that we have, that we probably know what she looks like, which doesn't add, because normally the videos that they come out with are probably not Alpishal Chonarach. So, you know, it doesn't help. So therefore, a person should think about it. When we put a music, music is a very powerful tool. Use the tool. Music is beautiful. Music is amazing. Sadiqim and Rebbe would love music. They would sing music. It's beautiful, but use it in the right way. And that's like with everything in the world that the Rebbe created, like the Gemara tells us in Chunin, Beit Perek, that what? Everything the Rebbe created, but Issa, there's always a heta, right? In Achanami, there's a lot of Isurim things going on, but a person has to realize that for every Issa, there's always a heta. So there's plenty of kosher music, maybe it's, no, it's not as good, I don't like it, all these complaints and all these things, and there's plenty of Gavaldiga music, there's plenty of very heart soul music that a person can get into. And it's good for a person to realize that this is what the Rebbe wants from us, especially now during Shovim. It's an opportunity for us to work on ourselves, to become better people, to make that getter of Kedusha. To make that getter against their rights that will lead us to the Kedusha. And Be'ez Hashem, we should rebunish them, we should give us the Yad of the Shemaya to be, Be'ez Hashem, to go, be able to cope with our temptations and to go the right way. And once we have our Kedarim, Be'ez Hashem, we will give us Kedusha.